Hi, family. So glad we could be together again this weekend. And I believe that you're all protected, you're all well and healthy, and you're all blessed financially, and, um, and you're loving the Lord, reading your Bible, spending time in connection with Jesus, plugged into the vine. All right, this is part three in our series. The Father God has destined us to live in His abundant life. So that the Father God destined us to live in His abundant life. All right. So let's get, begin by reading the prayer the Holy Spirit prayed through Paul the Apostle for you and me in Ephesians chapter 3. This is our foundation scripture. We'll kick off from here. And I'd encourage you to listen to part 1 and part 2 in this 3 well, in this five, six-part series. All right, Ephesians 3, 14. When I think of the wisdom and scope of God's plan, I fall on my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will give you mighty inner strength through his Holy Spirit. That's referring to the dunamis power of God there. He's praying, the Holy Spirit is praying for us that we can walk in that power, tap into it. And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts as you trust in him, may your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love for you. In other words, he's praying that we would learn to depend on that love and enjoy that love and have faith in that love. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide how long, how high, and how deep his love really is for you. Wow. May you experience the love of Christ for you. Though it is so great, you will never fully understand it. Then you will be filled with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So by tapping into or experiencing this love of God that he has for you, you will be able to walk in the power of God. Why? Because God is love, and love is God. So when you're experiencing love, you're experiencing God. You're having a God encounter. Now Ephesians 3.20, the next verse. Now to the God of love, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all that, we ask or think according to the power that works in us. All right. This God is able to do more than you can imagine, and he lives in you, and he does it by the power that's in you. Let's not look to heaven for our needs to be met. Let's look inside of us. Let's believe that this God of love is inside of us. 
And therefore, our miracle, our provision, our health is in that God who is in us. So say this, all I need is inside of me, in God. This is a prayer the Holy Spirit prayed for you and me. Therefore, it will be answered. He answers his prayers. We see that Christ is in us, and the Holy Spirit is in us. Now go to John 15, 5, one of our foundation scriptures. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He abides in me, and I in him bears much fruit. By simply staying in fellowship with Jesus, we will see and experience this abundant life, this fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So we can't get the blessings of God by trying to get them apart from Christ. Verse 6, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. So if anyone doesn't fellowship with God, if a branch decides, I'm not going to church, I'm not hanging out with the other branches, I'm not staying connected to the vine, it's going to wither up, dry up, and die. Any branch that's cut off from a tree on the ground is going to wither up and die. So we are not like those branches. Now, as soon as we can go back to church, we will do that, right? Amen. So if we abide in Christ and the Holy Spirit of love, if we abide in God, who is in us, we will bear this fruit. So what fruit is this again? Well, as we have read John 10, 10, Jesus said, I have come that you may have life, and that you may have life more abundantly. So Jesus came to bring us this abundant life. That's the fruit he's talking about. We are learning to walk in the Spirit. We are learning to tap into the Holy Spirit. We are learning to depend on this God of love, this God of the impossible, who lives inside of us. We are learning to tap into him. Last week we learned one way that we can do this is by allowing the Holy Spirit to pray for us by praying in tongues. Remember, Romans 8, 26, the Holy Spirit himself makes an intercession for us. Verse 27, he makes an intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So we learned about that. In order to stay connected to the vine and live the abundant life, there's something else we must do as well. There is another component, another component, in order to tap into this power, this love God, and that is the love component. The love component. To be dominated by love is to be dominated by God. Say that. To be dominated by love or controlled by love 
is to be controlled by God. To be led by love is to be led by God. Because God is love, right? So if I'm following love, if love is, if I have a love in my heart to help somebody, a compassion to do something for somebody, that's the Holy Spirit guiding me. And I promise you now, if we do that for somebody, it's going to bless them and God will bless us a hundredfold in return. Romans 5 5. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. So the Holy Spirit is the God of love, this dunamis power. He's a God of love. And God loves us and has given us this God of love, the Holy Spirit, to live inside of us to demonstrate how much he loves us. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. You see, when the Holy Spirit of love came into your heart, love filled your heart. In other words, when you accepted Christ as your Savior, you're born again by the Spirit of God entering into your heart, the God of love, and when you accepted Christ as Savior, love filled your heart. Love for people. Love for God. Love for things that are of God. 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. So this is saying that if we love someone with God's love, that's the sign that we are born again. So you might say that the evidence of our salvation is that we begin to show love and walk in love. I know in my own life, before I became a believer, I lived for myself. I was very selfish, very arrogant, very aggressive. I hope you don't see me that way anymore. But I was that way. And the moment Christ came into my heart, that all changed. All that left. And I became compassionate, understanding, giving, and it just, it just it was loving working through me, God's love working through me. God gave birth to us. It says we are born of God. So we are born out of the womb of the Father God, born by the seed of God, His Word. God gave birth to us. We are God's offspring. His love nature is in us. Love is the nature of God, the character of God. It's the evidence of God in us. This is the agape love, the God kind of love. The filial love, human love, is without God and is selfish. Filial love, human love, 
is about self. What will I get out of it? The All advertising is directed to self. All entertainment is directed to self. All products are made for self. Self, me, I. This has become the new God of our modern world. Self is sitting on the throne of man's hearts. Self has replaced the Word of God. Self has replaced the Word of God over our nations and over people. Self has replaced the love of God with love for self. But when we put love for God first, then God will bless self with the abundant life. When we put the love of God first, in other words, we let God's love dominate us, then God will bless self. We will need to bless self. When we put love of self first, we cut ourselves off from the vine and dry up. When we live a selfish life, we cut ourselves off from the vine. John 13, 34. A new commandment I give to you. Jesus said this. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. So Jesus told us to love each other the same way he loves us. Well, that seems impossible, right? No, because it's not us, it's, God loves, it's God's love in us, loving through us. It's the same love that worked through Jesus that's working through us. The next verse, By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. You see, this love distinguishes us from everybody else. No other religion can walk in this divine love. It's a selfish religion. All other religions are selfish. This is the law the born-again believer lives by. It's God's nature. We allow God's nature to rule us and to become our nature. We let God's nature become our nature. His nature is love. All this by staying connected to the vine. All this by staying connected to the vine. If we don't fellowship with the vine, we can't walk in the fullness of this love. But if we'll just stay a little while with God, this love will rise up big in us every time. Now we, the new creation, can carry this fruit of eternal, abundant life to this lost world. So we can carry this wonderful life of God to this lost world. Now we can love our enemies. We can even love our enemies. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 44, 
But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. That's why the early church could love those who persecuted them. They were connected to the vine, connected to the vine. They tapped into the love God by fellowshipping in his word, in prayer, going to church with other Christians, all that. When Stephen was stoned to death, he prayed for those who were stoning him in the book of Acts. He said, Lord, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Imagine they're throwing a stone at Stephen. And he says, Lord, forgive him. He doesn't know what he's doing. Imagine that. He loved those who were throwing stones at him. And Jesus loved the man who was nailing his feet to the cross. The Lord Jesus prayed for the man who was nailing his feet to the cross. He said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Can you imagine Jesus looking at him while he is driving the nail through his feet? And Jesus says, I'm doing this for you. Jesus says to the man who's putting the nail on his feet, I'm doing this for you. Imagine that love, that God love in him. That's the love that's in you. It's the same God, the same Holy Ghost, the same dunamis power. Not two different Holy Ghosts. Because God loved us, we can love others. He found us as rotten sinners and died in our place and went to hell in our place and was taken up into heaven. The Father God is going to treat us like he treats his own son, Jesus. Even now, he will treat us like he treats Jesus. With love and respect, he will treat us. He will treat us that way now and in heaven and for all eternity. Jesus and the Father will treat us with love and respect. Wow. We don't deserve that. But Jesus paid for that. That's why it's ours. Such is the nature of God's love. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Now this is the nature of God we're reading about here. The love chapter, right? The nature of God, and this is the love of God in us, what it will do through us. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not proud and arrogant. It's not puffed up with pride. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. And love never 
fails. Well, so as we pray in the Spirit and read the Word of God and attend church and allow His love to dominate our lives, we will be staying connected to the vine. Or you might say, we'll be walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit. Tapping in to this dunamis power. Again, as we pray, read the Bible, attend church, allow His love to dominate our lives, we will be staying connected to the vine. Or you might say, we'll be walking in the Spirit and feeding off of the life of God so that fruit and blessing will grow in our lives. The God of the impossible is now able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think or imagine according to that power that works in you. That is the power of the Holy Spirit working for us. And Jesus came to give us this abundant life Let's stay connected to the vine. 1 John 4, 16. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in him. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. So that because I walk in love, listen to love, submit to love, fellowship with the God of love, I'm walking in the Spirit, feeding off the vine. 1 John 5, 3. Loving God means keeping His commandments. And really, that isn't difficult because He gives us the strength, right? For every child of God defeats this evil world by trusting Christ to give the victory. So that Christ gives me the strength to live godly, to overcome this evil world, and to live in the abundant life. That's why I feed by staying in fellowship with Jesus. All right. Well, we sure love you, family. Pastor Bev and I are praying for you all the time. We'll continue with this subject next week. All right. Every head bowed and every eye closed. How many would say, Apostle Thea, I need Jesus. I don't know where I'm going when I die. Can you help me? I sure can help you. Say this little prayer with me. Thank you. Dear Jesus, Thank you for dying on the cross. You were punished for my sins. So I can be forgiven. Please forgive me, Lord, for all of my sin. Come into my heart. Save my life. Jesus is the Lord of my life. I will live for you, Jesus, with all my heart till I see you face to face. Praise God, I'm saved. Bound for heaven. Now, if you said that prayer, stay in fellowship with Jesus, and we will see you on that glorious shore in heaven, probably very soon, because Jesus is coming.
And uh, if he doesn't come by February or March, we hope to see you in South Africa. And uh, we, we trust that we'll be able to come into the country and minister. All right, we love you all. We're praying for you. God bless.